This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Josh, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Dan and David versus Benchwarmer Eric and our special guest, former NFL football player, Paul Zukowskis. Uh, welcome to the bench, Paul. Why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Um, uh, Paul Zukowskis, I grew up outside of Boston in Weymouth, Massachusetts, and played lots of sports growing up, and basketball, to soccer, to baseball. I love baseball for years, and then love basketball for years. Kind of football, my other little anecdote I like to tell people is I was state record holder for swimming for multiple years and won New England championships for multiple years. So I always, my friends wow. will laugh at me for telling about my swimming prowess. I think our team name is going to be one of us, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. Uh, I think that's where Eric, I, I like, I yeah, like we, don't, we don't know which, but one of us. And I, and I remember I raced, anybody could beat me in a race. And I was like 310 pounds. And I beat him in a sprint and it wasn't close. I beat him easily. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I played football at Boston College and then was drafted in the seventh round. That was a 201st pick in 2001. One pick after TJ. Oh my God, I'm going to screw up his name. Who's, uh, Who's your mama? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, drafted Butch Davis his first year in Cleveland. I was there for four years, 01, 02, 03, and 04. In 02, we actually made the playoffs, which is a big deal for the Cleveland Browns. My fifth year, I was uh, with the 49ers. I was out, got hurt in camp. It was out that whole year and then, you know, never really got back in. The teams I follow, I definitely root for Boston College still. I, I, I root for Cleveland. I, I coached high school football for years and I coached a player, A.J. Dillon, who plays for the Packers, so I'm close with him, so... If you ask most of my family, we're all Packers fans now. So we have all the Packers gear. Sorry. Oh, all right. This, this relationship is, uh, this relationship I, is I, over. I, 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 I already hear the moaning. Um, <laughs> no, I do follow. I grew up a Patriots fan. I, I don't know how my New England. I'll keep it short. I, I know we got to get to the trivia, but I love Bill Belichick. I love Tom Brady. And so I've loved the Patriots for you. I'll watch New England because I love Belichick. Basketball, I'm a big Celtics fan. Love the Celtics, love the Bruins, Red Sox. Although I say that, I, I don't think I've watched a Red Sox game in years. <laughs> My passion for baseball, you know, I'm an entrepreneur now. I don't have the time or the patience for baseball, kids. But yeah, that's a little bit about my my sports background there. Well, wonderful. Eric, uh, we've heard your team name that uh, one of you played with Tim Hasselbeck. And I, I'm not going to. It was a good year for me. <laughs> is he in your pickup basketball league he might be there's a lot of short guys there well just let us know how you're doing eric because we already I'm, know your team name so i'm i'm i was asked to play hockey wednesday and I, I had to decline so unfortunately my retirement is still on but my wife she made i have to say this i'm obligated through marriage she went to she's a nurse at a local hospital here and the bills invited a bunch of nurses from that hospital she was one of them to a crucial catch event 
So she just got back maybe an hour ago and she gave me a Bill's hat with some autographs on it. So oh. I'm just I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Raffle, uh, raffle, raffle. Yep. So so it was signed by uh, uh, their rookie cornerback. Uh, was it Elam, um, Dawson Knox, Mitch Morris? Jason Elam? Yeah, Jason Elam. He's back. Wow. Uh, he's back. Uh, and, but so I, I do thank her for that. I mean, it's the only way I'll ever have anything bills related on my my uh, my my shelf there. But yeah. Um, but as uh, Paul said, uh, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. So um, that'll be our team name today. Um, I was going to go with my favorite. Sorry, Paul, my favorite Boston College alum, Mike Cloud, which I know you played with him as well. Um, yeah. I was a huge, huge Mike Cloud fan coming out of college. But yeah, yeah, he's a great player. Great player, yeah. Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion, Super Mike Bowl, Cloud. Super Bowl champion, and then did he? He was a finalist for the Dope Walker '98. I don't think he won it. I don't think so either. I know he was he, yeah. second round pick by the Chiefs, I believe. Yes, yeah, second yeah, round of the yeah. Chiefs. Yep. So yeah, Josh, that, that's us for today. All right. Uh, I, get to, I get to sit back and let Paul answer all these questions. I was told that he's a he's a, he's a stud in the trivia world. Um, so let's I, go. I, there, you might he he might need your help on a couple of questions, but maybe only a couple. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> David, Dan, let us know how you guys are doing, and let us know what your team name is going to be. I have very little going on today. Not really doing much at all. I'm just like a simple farm boy. And- Hey, 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 you don't get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got. Oh, good point. Never mind. All right. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I well, no, I really don't have anything to say. And uh, it's, it's been a it's been a day. It's been a fine day. Just fine. All right. Wonderful. And and wait, hold. Wait for it. David has our team name, so we're going <laughs> to let him go. Bingo. There I it is. We were just going to let it. I thought we were going to maybe get by without that. But yeah, oh. never. No, I do have it. Yeah, so I'm doing well, and I'll skip right to the team name. Dan and I don't get to team up that often, so we always have this flood of team name ideas. But uh, tonight we decided since we're both, we both have the initials DL, David Lux, Dan Lundberg, our team name is going to be the 15-day DL, even though the disabled list is no longer a thing. Yeah, it doesn't have that's insensitive, so I will not be referring to you as that. <laughs> you want to just call it the injured it, list it just for says short? D- no, the it just says DL. Everybody knows what the DL is. Uh, I, I'll refer to you as the 15 data IL if you want. Oh, man. No, I'm now kidding. Sh- I'll call you the DL. <laughs> we could go historic here. All right. Yeah, we're the 15 day DL. All right. That was all David's fault. Everything is always David's fault. So. That is true. That is very true. Just ask his wife. <laughs> Who loves Josh accent. <laughs> so we have the 15 day DL versus one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. Now let's kick it over to not too recently past Dan for new rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Today's first quarter will be sporting haikus. 
Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, so question one in Sporting Haikus. BC champion joined Columbus in July. Lady Bing winner. We can yeah. check in. Yeah. All right. One of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in. So 15 day DL, you guys can talk it out. I don't know how much to even talk out here. Does that mean you know it? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be able to pull this. I mean, I, I don't keep track of where NHL players went to college. It doesn't even necessarily mean he's American, although I guess he probably is American. Uh, um, no, only Minnesota has all Americans. Everybody hmm. else is. They get some guys from, from Scandinavia. Yeah, sure. But a no, lot that's of not true anymore. The, that the Doug Wood yeah. days are long gone. I'm trying to think of. So I assume that he joined Columbus as a free agent. I'm trying to think of anybody I know of that's who who's won the Lady Bing. Yeah, I mean Nathan McKinnon did, but I'm that's pretty not... sure that's pretty sure he's still with uh, the Avs. A Is guy he? from the a guy from the Hurricanes won a couple years ago, but I I'm pretty sure he was European. But Eric's probably laughing to himself about this. I, I honestly I I, I don't have anything i'm not gonna be able to pull this yeah i'm unless it's no i'm not gonna be able to pull it <laughs> all right we're checking great oh. great way to start i know you got you got a good joke answer for us i mean we may as well say nathan mckinnon because i know he won it but yeah it's not it he, he, he's still with colorado so yeah i know all, all right all right yeah we got nothing josh will check in with nothing or with nathan mckinnon i guess okay that works and one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What'd you guys have for an answer? Uh, it, it, he went to Boston College. He was actually, I think he took the, the contract in Columbus and it's not as much as he was offered at other places, but he was one of the biggest free agents this year. And it's uh, one Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau. Uh, one team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Johnny Goudreau. Goudreau won his NCAA championship in 2012. Uh, the Hobie Baker Award in 2014. And the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy in 2017. Yeah, it, it was one of the, the bigger signings in this last free agency period. So I thought maybe the old guys would have a shot at it, but ouch. Uh, Josh? Yes, yeah, sir. Whom? <laughs> you don't, what? <laughs> you don't know who Johnny Hockey is? That's a come on. I, have, I haven't been paying attention the last. Okay. Okay. Right. What like thirty years? years so. <laughs> no, like four or five years. He is a legend at BC. I, I knew his first name. I couldn't think, but I, I I definitely knew the first name. I generally in the ballpark, but he is a legend at BC. Well, okay. Apparently, apparently his last name is Hockey. We've just learned it. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. Oh, that's actually his middle name. Oh, got it. Question two in sporting haikus. BC alumnus, <laughs> most NBA points, assists, PG for four teams. And just for those of you playing at home, um, specifically, this is most points and assists by somebody from BC. We're going to check in. Okay. One of us has played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in. 15-day DL. You guys can talk it out. I'm trying to think of guys that I know went to BC. Dana Barros was around for a long time. Um, Who's the other name I just sent you? 
Michael Adams. Michael Adams. How many teams has Reggie Jackson played for? He hasn't been around long. Well, he's also a baseball player, but <laughs> uh, it's true. <laughs> Almost positive that that Troy Bell had the the most. Wait, the most what? Points in the NBA for a Boston College player. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, that's right. Yes. I was thinking yes. Boston College. No, 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 no. no okay, no, no. I got no, it. You okay. might be right about I, Troy I Bell, you. but 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 we're looking for who from Boston College scored the most in the NBA. I. I got to think it's got to be Dana Barros then. I'm with you now. Yes. Yeah. And I don't think, I think the problem with the, Reggie Jackson has played for a long time, but he, I, I can only picture him on the Thunder, the Pistons and the Clippers. And, and he's more of a, a combo guard anyway. So maybe Dana Barros. Yeah. I mean, he played what he played for the Sonics Celtics. Yes, for sure. The Sixers. Right. And I think maybe the Pistons. Yeah, that's four teams. I I think that's got to be it. Okay. All right. We'll check him with Dana Barrows. Okay. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What'd you guys have for an answer? Paul, you can give this one. I, uh... I yeah, we're gonna go with Dana Barrows. Close, but I after we after we checked in, I'm starting to think it's not right. But yeah, we we yeah, I think it's I think it's uh somebody else. But yeah. So you guys also checked in with Dana Barrows? Yeah. Unfortunately, oh. no team will be receiving points. The correct answer was Michael mentioned. Adams. It is Michael Adams. Ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, a- Adams had Sorry. a record 79 consecutive Sorry. games with a three-point field goal from January 28, 1988 to January 23, 1989. Uh, the record is now held by uh, Stephen Curry with 157 consecutive games. Whom? <laughs> oh, he's a he's a shooting guard. Oh, all right, cool. I heard of Del Curry. Is he related? No, no. You you're thinking Seth Curry. Oh yeah, the best Curry there is. That and mm, chicken, no. chicken Curry. Yeah. I was gonna say curry the, 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 best curry. The, the the old uh, the old Raiders Actually, the the Raiders uh, Aaron uh, Curry running. <laughs> no, no, the, the, <laughs> it's the Seahawks no, legendary. The, the, it was their it, it was their wide receiver core, uh, Brown Rice and Curry. Oh. <laughs> Let's try question three. 2021 NCAA women's champ. Name the BC sport. Check it in. One of us played for Tim. Rono's played with, not for. For Tim Hasselbeck. Has <laughs> uh, checked in. 15 day DL. Once again, you guys get to talk it out. That team name is so, offensive. So, Dan, I, uh, I think I have this one. <laughs> okay. Um, because I pay some attention to this sport. I pay some attention to BC now more than I used to because, of course, they're in the ACC. And they have been really good at lacrosse, women's lacrosse. I'm okay. pretty sure the answer is BC. No, the answer I'm sorry. I'm, pre- sorry I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure the answer is lacrosse. <laughs> sorry. That was brilliant. I'm pretty sure the answer is lacrosse. Sorry. Oh, man, last, last, last time he has Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Wrong sport. Now he's Which got... I- now he's trying to name the college that you already named in. <laughs> well, David, I think for some reason I have BC on the brain. I can't imagine why with all these questions. All right, David, I, it, you have an easement one time now. <laughs> you can use the you can, you can use the uh, the mind palace. I don't I don't need it. It's lacrosse. It's women's lacrosse. Are you sure? I am. I am. I Are am, you one hundred percent? Well, I'm not. 100, Paul was one hundred percent. Right. That's why I'm asking. I'm ninety eight percent. 
That's not a lot. Ooh, leaving two percent on the table. <laughs> it's 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 lacrosse. It is lacrosse. Right. I'll trust you. It's lacrosse. We're checking in. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What'd you guys have for an answer? It was a women's question, so I defer to Paul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lacrosse. Lacrosse as well. They lost to UNC this last year. Well, both teams will be getting points because the correct answer is BC. I mean, lacrosse. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, outside of the five NCAA championships in men's hockey, this is the only other NCAA team championship won by Boston College. And when I say that, it's NCAA sanctioned. So you don't need to get on me about them claiming one of the championships in 1940 for college football. Right. Because football isn't an NCAA sanctioned championship. Can we adopt that that where we can just start claiming things? I've always oh, have man, been. we could all be champions then. I would say I'm uh, defending Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last question. Question four in Sporting Haiku. Paul, you better get this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> B-C-H-O-F. Browns 02 first round RB. Inducted with Paul. Check it in. Yeah. All right. Not a surprise. Pretty quickly, uh, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in. So 15-day DL, you guys can talk it out. Well, I did very little research before this game, but just in case, I looked for BC players who ended up on the Browns. And I'm pretty sure it's William Green. Is that right? Does that sound right? That, that Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I don't know what the inducted with Paul. Oh, it must be the BC Sports Hall of Fame or something. But anyway, we don't, I, I guess we don't, I have we, an idea. Let's let's check in with that. And then Paul will tell us. <laughs> that sounds so like a great idea. So we're checking in with BC. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll check in with <laughs> William Green. <laughs> All right. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. Uh, what did you guys have for an answer? We had William Green as well. So yeah, I was inducted to, in the Hall of Fame with him in... No, I, I got to remember, was it 2016? Yes, yes, it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was, uh, it was, it was great. So I was drafted the year before and it was, you know, leading, he might've been the 21st, was it the 21st or 22nd overall pick, but it, out leading up to the draft, uh, there's a lot of questions from like the, the coaching staff and the scouting staff all around William Green. I was getting a lot of questions. So I had a good feeling that they were going to pick him in the first round. He had a monster year. He came out early his junior year uh, out of BC. The great year, his uh, last year at BC. Um, so he started playing right away. One of my favorite, you know, and we played. So my company, we do all the, we automate highlights, create all these highlights for uh, colleges and conferences. And I initially built like the beta product around old BC coaching film and old BC film. I had trying to, index the, the whole library so you can just search a name search a particular run and find all those t- types of plays and one of my favorite moments at bc that i have on videos is, is a, a william green run against notre dame where he, he trucked some linebacker uh some safety from notre dame which i'm not a big notre dame fan so uh <laughs> or should he, you be yeah, he's a really tough runner really tough runner from new jersey south new jersey so uh yeah both Great, teams yeah. will be getting points the correct answer is william green he was actually drafted 16th overall. 16th. Oh, man. Um, 
and he is from Atlanta, or he was born in Atlantic City. I don't know if that's also where he just, you know, Yeah, that's where I think he grew up in that area. Yeah, so I simply wanted to ask this question to point out that we have a Hall of Famer on the podcast today. (laughs) Thank you. The one who didn't play with Tim Hasselbeck, but but did play with William Green. Eric's Eric's is a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. He just claimed the Stanley Cup like five minutes ago. (laughs) I've not been beaten since. I'm claiming Hall of Fame status. (laughs) See? (laughs) Why not? No, I don't want to cheapen Hall of Famers because we actually. Was this the NBA? Well, if it was, we would all be in if we were in the NBA. Tim Hasselbeck was inducted last year in the BC Hall of Fame. And I went to that, you know, went to that ceremony as well. Nice. That's cool. All right. So after the first quarter, we have the following scores. We have 15-day DL with a score of 50. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck as 75. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Really hoping to get inducted next year to the BC Hall of Fame, but... <laughs> British well, Columbia? Yeah. We... Well, I am half Canadian, so I mean, it's That's an option. I think I'm going to start the Benchwarmers Hall of Fame, Eric. Maybe you could be in the in the. I don't uh, want. I don't want that. You don't want that. Uh, <laughs> Got to think bigger. Think bigger. I'm a Stanley Cup champion. I'm not going to be some yeah, podcast Hall of Fame. Well, today's second quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, question one in pre and post game. What 2000 first round defensive tackle for the Minnesota Vikings is also a third-year NFL wide receiver who became a Super Bowl champion last season. We're going to check it. All right. One of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in. 15-day DL. Once again, you get to talk it out. All right, Dan. So I'm I'm, I'm trusting you're going to pull the, the Vikings. Uh, it's Chris Holden. Captain. Oh, so Van Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we will check in just like that with Chris Hovan. Jefferson. Okay. And fifth, or sorry. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What did you guys have for an answer? Sorry. I kind of checked him before you could even think about it. It's Chris Hovan <laughs> Jefferson. And both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Chris Hovan Jefferson. Chris was named to his only all pro team in 2002. And Jefferson is the son of NFL coach and former wide receiver, Sean Jefferson. Paul, anything 2000 NFL draft is it's, it's I, I, I was obsessed that year. It was, it's a, it's a thing. I have, I'm a, I have a problem. <laughs> I, I do need to know though, because Chris Hovan is one of my favorite Vikings of all time. 
Is he nearly as crazy as he seemed to have been? Yeah, he's pretty crazy. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I played with him for you know three years at BC. That's who I went against every day. Yeah. I was wondering. I, yeah, probably. Oh yeah, it was great. We we they moved him around a lot too at BC. So he played like defensive end and and he went against who's a so our first round pick for the uh he's from the played for West Virginia tackle in like '99. Was he drafted in 2000? I think he was drafted in 99. Oh, geez. Chris uh, had like a breakout, you know, one of his, I guess this really well-known offensive tackle from West Virginia. Yeah, he was, he was a nut. He was, he was an intense player. I'm going to space on this one. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, if it's, if it is 99. Yeah. Solomon Page. Yes. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's move on to question two in pre and post game. What place kicker who holds the franchise record for most field goals made for the team he played with for the first 14 of his 20 seasons in the league is also a tight end who caught 25% of the touchdowns thrown by his borderline elite quarterback in 2021. We're going to check in. Whoa! Woo! <laughs> 15 TDL has checked in. So... One of us played with Tim Hasbeck. You guys actually get to talk one out for a change. I mean, we had the answer like eight minutes ago. So I, oh. I know you did. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah they, he's he's uh, one of the guys my wife met tonight. So and she's got an awkward picture of him signing the hat, just standing there. I'm like, nice, cool. Paul, you can give the answer because I think you played with one of them. So. I did. Yeah, Phil Dawson Knox. So. Okay, wonderful. And 15 day DL. What did you guys have? All right, so I was going back to front on that, like. Uh, like we were all intended to. And for some reason, I typed out to uh, to David Len Dawson. Like, no, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And he, I was thinking, did he George? I was thinking, did Len Dawson George Bland to this when I wasn't paying attention? Because because it got because it's possible, but I didn't remember that. So yeah. 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 And then 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 David filled in exactly who I was thinking of, but just <laughs> for some reason wrote the wrong name but yes we had uh phil dawson knox uh both teams will be getting points correct answer is phil dawson knox uh phil had a rule named after him prior to the 2008 season that allows field goal and extra point attempts that hit the uprights or the crossbar to be reviewed and knox was second in receiving touchdowns for the bills in 2021 only one less than stefan diggs what are they reviewing them for if they so he had a kick in 2007 that went through the uprights hit the back stanchion part Uh. and came back over and they re they huddled together to confer on it and they didn't say upon review but they they used some other phrase because they knew they couldn't review it ah interesting so now they made it official that any any ball that hits basically any part of the field goal apparatus they can review i was a part of a game in 01 the the bottle throwing game in cleveland so we were playing i believe it was the jaguars we were driving we caught a first down as like a slant first down we ran two minute drill end of the game fourth quarter we run up to the line of scrimmage spiked the ball and then they reviewed the previous play and it wasn't a catch. It was a slant kind of fumble, like oh. you didn't have complete. And so that was a rule that's definitely 
the whistle blew, like spiked it, whistle blown, and then they reviewed the previous play. Wasn't a catch. Uh, no, excuse me. It was four. Yeah, fourth down. We get it. Go up, spike the ball, and then so a turnover to the to the Jaguars, I believe. Oh, so they went two plays back, and it was and because you because it was incomplete on fourth down, you turned over on downs. Yes, and then that was after we had spiked the ball on first down. Oh, interesting. To stop the clock, huh? Because they make they make such a big deal now when the team like doesn't want the review to happen, so they run up and spike the ball to for exactly that reason. Yeah, that's that's what we were thinking too. Uh, Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Huh? And, And I think that was like definitely made official you know you couldn't review the previous play Um, that's interesting yeah they started throwing raining down beer bottles (laughs) we all had our both teams had a run off the field in Uh, cleveland (laughs) (laughs) yeah locker room room for like a half hour and then they people half dressed got back out on the field and they just took it i think it was the jaguars just ended up taking the knee on four downs so dan that cleveland wouldn't be the first uh fan base that i would think oh, no. of about throwing bottle, beer bottles onto the field right i mean that's that's philadelphia right? yeah so that's they philadelphia. Throw more than b- bottles there was the incident when wait somebody was throwing batteries was that was the philadelphia thing batteries. that was yeah. yeah didn't they throw snowballs at santa claus at santa yeah yes. philly yeah yes then they chair neck injury like a michael urban neck yeah injury. Eric, you're teaming with someone who played for the Browns. I love the Browns, all right? <laughs> I, I do too, but... I will die on this hill forever, and everybody hates me for it, is um, I think the Browns have the greatest helmet in football, and I will always say ah, that. It, it's, it's, no, you're, it's, you're, you're right on that. Absolutely. It's it's a good helmet. Love the, yeah, great uniforms. Except for the ones that they had. What, didn't they have a like a red, white, and blue thing going down the middle once? That was the Recently? Cowboys. Oh, the cow, oh, that's right. No, no, you're right. It was the Cowboys. I, I had, yeah. Oh. All right. I was going to say that would clash terribly with the Brown. But yeah. Well, it would, but. <laughs> I didn't, uh, uh, oh, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. No, just my, my quick helmet. Does, I just learned this. And Bill Belichick just learned this. Why the Steelers only have the logo on one side of their helmet. They couldn't afford two stickers. So, and, and Art Rooney he didn't want to. He didn't want to put up the expenditure for the two stickers, and so they had one, and then they kept it as a tradition. Yeah, that's awesome. Because obviously, no NFL teams would struggle with being able to put stickers on uh, everywhere at this point. But, no, oh, no, one of these years is you're just like, you know what? We can afford it now. We're going to put that other sticker on. Or you're, are you going to see them? Put, or are you going to see them put a? You're going to see them put a sticker for some. Uh, some company on the other side they're oh, gonna sell geez. the space oh. Yeah. Oh, now you just put it out there it's gonna happen dude we oh. have a whole half of a helmet that we can put something on that's right I mean, after the game last week I'm, they're gonna need to do something with that general electric on the celtics uniform the ge yeah. logo. all right let's move on to question three in pre and post game what center <laughs> who anchored the new england offensive line during their first super bowl win is also the winningest head coach in Ohio State football history. Wait, is this the Ohio State? What did I say? Did I, I say that? That's, no. why, that's why I had to, uh, to it, figure it out. It yeah. says in Ohio State football history. Yeah, I, I see. I just want to make sure we're thinking of the same place. So the Bobcats. Yeah, the Bobcats. Okay. Right. DJ Cooper's. We can check in. Uh, 15 day DL is checked in. So one of us played with Tim Hasbeck. You guys can talk it out. Uh, Damien Woody Hayes. Okay. And 15 day DL. What did you guys have for an answer? 
Same thing, Damian Woody Hayes. Both teams will be getting their points. The correct answer is Damian Woody Hayes. Uh, Damian won a second Super Bowl two years later, um, but did not play against was that the Panthers due to a knee injury. Hayes won 205 games during his 28 years as head coach of the Buckeyes. However, he is only sixth in winning percentage with a 761 winning percentage uh, behind Urban Meyer, FTG, Ryan Day, Carol Widows, coached in 1944 and 45, Jim Tressel, and John Ekstrom, who coached in 1899 to 1901. Remember him, David? (laughs) (laughs) I had drinks with him. (laughs) I have two two quick anecdotes. One, so two years later in 03, the Patriots had a center, uh, Dan Copen, who I played with. So I played with both Woody and Copen. And then I coached with Ryan Day. I was a graduate assistant at BC. I was on the defense, but I, he was there for two years when I was there. He was a wide receivers coach, really good quarterback at UNH for the same years, like high school. And then we were at high school camps together and he played uh, UNH. And then was a graduate assistant at BC when I was, I think, playing the NFL. Graduate assistant for Urban Meyer for, at University of Florida, then was up at BC as a receivers coach. So I got to know Ryan pretty well. Was Dan Copen the one that, scooped up the ball on the on the squib kick and ran it 70 yards back and no, no wait no 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 it was dan somebody else that was an offensive lineman yeah uh, oh shoot help me eric they squibbed okay. the ball uh oh dan Connolly, i think it was Connolly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah i was thinking it was coping for a second yeah all right well let's move on to question four uh the last question in pre and post games what wide receiver who led the browns in receiving yards for the 2003 and 2004 seasons was also the 1998 Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Player of the Year. I know, David, you're probably also sad that with all this Brown talk, it's not about your university. It is not, yes, it's, yes. It's it's about the pro football team. 03 and 04. We're going to check in. Yeah, 15-day DL is checked in, so one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. You guys can talk it out. Pretty sure it's... Dennis Northcutt. That seems right. And it is right. Because Ke- Kevin Johnson was like the start, kind of our bigger. He was gone. It, it works with Gatino Mobley. I think he went to Rhode Island. I don't know. Is that an A-10 school? At the time. Uh, yeah. So it's still, it's, it still may be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is it. Yeah. Okay. So let's, yeah, we'll check in with uh, Dennis North Catino Mobley. Okay. And 15-day DL, what did you guys have for an answer? Yeah, I had Katina Mobley because Josh just mentioned my alma mater. And then I was thinking whether that was a small hint because Mobley went to Rhode Island, which is was and I think still is Atlantic 10. And then and then um, Dan helped me piece together the front half. So we came up with Dennis Northcutt, Team No Mobley. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is, in fact, Dennis North Katino Mobley. Dennis was the co-leader for punt returns for touchdowns in 2002 with two Tied with Dante Hall, Santana Moss, and Steve Smith Sr. And Mobley announced his retirement from the NBA due to hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. The same heart illness suffered by Reggie Lewis, who died in 1993, and Hank Gathers, who died in 1990. However, he is playing in the big three, is he not? I believe he is. But I think there's a lot less probably. I haven't actually watched the big three, but I'm guessing they're not running full courts and things like that, right? It's just one bucket, I'm assuming. 
or is it a shortened? I have no idea. Where's, where's Scott when you need him? Anyway, after the second quarter, we have the following scores. 15-day DL is up to 150, and one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has 175. And that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Today's halftime will be a flop, turn, and river edition. I will give you names of characters in a sports movie. You will try to name the movie. You'll receive 25 points after the first three clues, 15 after the fourth, and 10 after the fifth. Question one, your first three characters are Arthur Goslin, Jim Bowers, and Mac McNally. I think you're right. I think I am too. (laughs) (laughs) We can check in. Okay, 15-day DL is checked in, so... Uh, one of us played with Tim Hasbeck. You guys can talk it out. And if you would like the next clue, please let me know shortly. They both sound familiar. Those two names sound familiar too. Yeah. The, the, the Bowers. Is, oh God, that's going to kill me. Bowers is what gets me too. more than I know a Mac in a sports movie, but I think the last name was Mac. The Goslin one doesn't help. No. It's Bowers. Bowers. Arthur Goslin doesn't sound like an athlete name or. No, not at all. Oh, Who's that guy? He was uh he had a TV show. That guy. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> that one guy. That one guy he had a TV show in the like the, the 90s. Um Arsenio um, Hall. Um he was in uh he was in week was he in Weekend at Bernie's? I think he was in Weekend at Bernie's. That's the dude. That what the hell movie was that? Little Big League. Silverman. Silverman. He was the pitcher or pitcher. Her 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 uncle. I don't know. Are they related? I don't know. Jonathan Silverman. He was on that one show. Yeah, I think he was. He was in Little Big League and he was the Bowers guy. McNally, I'm not I can't put a face on it, but I, I, I'm i pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's Little Big League because Jonathan Silverman was. I, in I, Little I, I remember seeing the movie. I do not know. I would. I I, I, I say we go for it. I, okay, I they're great. checked in. We, we got to go for it. All right. All right. We're going to go with uh, Little Big League. Okay, and 15-day DL, what did you guys have for an answer? Yes, I'm pretty sure it's Little Big League. Uh, that is, Bowers is Jonathan Silverman, and Mac was the other one that gave it away because it's that guy, I'm blanking on his name, but he was in um, the Beverly Hills Cop movies. John, John Ashton. John Ashton, yeah, and he was also in uh, Midnight Run, died. which was a great movie. I think That's that, right. that could Didn't be right. Yeah, I, I might be wrong. I don't wrong. think so. All right, never mind. I'm wrong. He's alive. John, hi. <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah, so Little Big League. He's not anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, let me give died. you let me give you the fourth and fifth clues, and we will see if you guys are correct. Clue number four, Lou Collins. And clue number five, Billy Haywood. There it is. Both teams will be getting their 25 points. The correct answer is Little Big League. Job art. Uh, so Kevin Elster was an active MLB player when the film was shot while two of his fictional twins teammates were played by former MLB players, Leon Durham and Brad Leslie. So the twins could have used Leon Durham. Yeah. They, that out there. they could have used well, the bull. He, yeah. The bull. And, um, and uh, Luke Collins so, was uh, Timothy Busfield, right? So 
Yes. Yes. So Arthur Goslin was the GM. Jim Bowers was a relief pitcher. Yeah, Mac yeah. McNally was the pitching coach. Lou Collins was the third baseman and love interest of Billy's mother. Yep. And Billy Haywood, who inherited the team, was the manager. All right, let's move on to question two in halftime. Clue number one, Marge Sweetwater. Clue number two, Chaz Osborne. And clue number three, Coach Turnbull. This this is a sports movie also? Yes. Okay. I mean, just you know that not all movies are 100% about sports, right? So it's like, oh, so this is uh, what's that figure skating movie you talk about all the time? <laughs> Maybe we can check in. 15 day DL is checked in. One of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. You guys can talk it out. Chaz. So Chaz sounds like, yeah, I'll say in the antagonist, he's like the, the bad guy antagonist, maybe. Or, Gotta be. Coach Turnbull is the what's killing me. It's an 80s movie. It has to be an 80s movie with somebody named Chaz in it. It's just, it's, yeah, that's how it works. Marge Sweetwater. Mar- yeah, let's take clue. let's take one more then. All right. Clue number four, Dr. Diane Turner. There it is. It's uh, it's back to school. Yes. I, I was a big Rodney Dangerfield fan. Oh. I don't, I'm, I'm mad that I didn't realize this. All right. I we're love gonna, yes, we're going to check in with uh, back to school. Okay, and 15-day DL, what did you guys have for an answer? Gosh. So David ran into the uh, into the, the mind palace, and then he was running out as I was running in because the, something had had um, hit me, too. I, I've been looking at coaches, like in like um, movie coaches, and I know that name. And um, I finally figured it out it was it was M. Emmett Walsh from uh from back to school mm. and then i realized that all around great guy william zabka was uh was Chaz. <laughs> so uh it is yeah it's back to school well let's check out the fifth clue just to see if you guys are both correct do you guys want to take a guess on who the fifth uh clue is orton mellon yeah thornton, thornton <laughs> mellon <laughs> that is correct <laughs> right so, yes, both teams will be getting points. 15-day uh, DL will get 25. And one of us played with Tim Hasbeck. It's 15. The correct answer is back to school. And probably my favorite author of all time, Kurt Vonnegut, had a cameo in the movie. Oh, that's right. I remember he that. He played Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> he had a cameo. He played himself. Oh. We already, you already covered that Chaz was played by William Zabka. We were yes. dead on with that, Paul. He was he was the, the prototypical 80s douchebag. He got I, to play them all. I remember he still I, plays I, him. Except he's less of a douchebag. Oh, you're talking about in, in Cobra Kai? That's great. And he's not really he's kind of a douchebag, but he's like yeah, a lovable he's kind of. He's a lovable douchebag now. Yes. It's a totally lovable. different thing. Right. And and uh Daniel San is kind of a douchebag. Yes. Oh, they fixed oh, yeah. it. Yes. I haven't watched a second of that yet. Oh, so. it's, it's, oh, it's, great. it's good. It really is good. It's, good. it's, it's a it? great show. Yes, yeah. yes, I would endorse it. I, I, yeah. I do too. Yeah. yeah. All right. It jumps the shark every episode. But oh, yes. sure. Right. <laughs> That's what makes but it you so expect fun. it from... Yes. I, I will say, there's no way the actress that plays Daniel's daughter would be good at karate. What, Elizabeth Shue? 
Not even. Oh, drives my no way. My drives my wife crazy. Yeah. How bad yeah. she like how like unathletic and yes. how she looks. And, yeah, and, yeah. And did and. Danny LaRusso looks terrible too. Like, yeah, I was about to say, it's funny that his daughter bothers you and somehow it doesn't bother you that he's good at karate. I mean, look no, at that, that guy. He's like, this is the way he, he kind of walks on his toes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. He always has. If you go back to Walker, when he was a teenager, he was oh. absolutely a toe walker. Absolutely. Walk. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, no oh. question. I see those people in the mall and I just want to trip them. I'm so, I mean, I don't. I, I, I feel bad. Sorry. What's a mall? Uh, we have one still. <laughs> Oh, I've got a number of them near me. I just don't ever go to any of them for any reason. Josh doesn't go around people. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, I hate people. <laughs> All right, let's go to question three, the last one in halftime. Clue number one, Jamie Blake. Clue number two, Morris Fenderbaum. And clue number three, Seymour Goldfarb Jr. We'll take another clue. Yeah, we're going to check in. All right. Okay, so one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in, and 15 ADL, you are going to get another clue. Clue number four, Sheik Abdul Ben Falafel. Oh, oh I, I know what this is. Oh, for God's sake. I, and I and it just hit me as he was reading it. Morris Fenderbaum with Sammy Davis Jr. This is Cannonball Run. Absolutely. Yeah, and the Sheik, I think Roger Moore was may have been Seymour gold farm yeah he's the one that thought he was roger moore um and uh, right and the sheik is um is is clinger jamie far jamie far yeah yeah it's cannibal run 100 percent. Right. we'll check in damn it <laughs> okay and one of us played with tim hasbeck what did you guys have for an answer i don't know why it took me an hour and a half to i i'm just like burt reynolds car movie i can't think of the name i couldn't <laughs> I, I, oh I knew my the... god yeah but yeah, so they we checked in, in with Boogie Nights. We checked in with uh, fucking <laughs> uh, uh, the bandit. No, what's that? What's that other movie? Um, Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> in a cannonball run. So the fifth clue is Victor Prinzim, aka Captain Chaos. That was Dom DeLuise. Both teams will be getting their points. The correct answer is Cannonball Run. And you uh, successfully, David, named all of the, or and with Dan's help on Jamie Farr, Jamie Blake was Dean Martin. So it's because Jamie Blake and Morris Fenderbaum shared a car. So it was Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. So and you I, had the rest of it right on. NFL Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw. And country singer Mel Tillis were a couple of good old boys driving a 1976 Chevrolet Chevelle Laguna NASCAR Hawaiian Tropic replica. There was some other, no, not Gastineau, the other guy on the Jets uh, defensive lineman, Joe Klecko. Wasn't Joe Klecko in that? In Cannibal? Oh, no, but if Mark Gastineau was in it, I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I played against Klecko's son. Ah, that makes sense. At Temple and uh, when he was in New England. Okay. I mean, obviously, Burt Reynolds was in it. Yeah. Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau. Jackie Chan was mm-hmm. in it. All right. So after halftime, we have the following scores. Uh, scores went up, but the difference didn't. 15-day DL is up to 215. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck's at 240. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, 
and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. This one's gonna be like milk ingredients, just it. Um, riboflavin. <laughs> Joe I'll, Riboflavin, I'll, the offensive lineman. Spoiler alert. <laughs> sounds like a lung. It's not milk ingredients. Uh, right. So question one. While Michael Jordan was playing baseball, what backup point guard won back-to-back NBA championships in his first two seasons, averaging more than 22 minutes and 11 points in those finals? We're going to check in. Yay, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in. 15-day DL, you guys can talk it out. So, obviously, it's the Rockets. Yeah. And then we were just trying to figure out who the point starting point guard was. I think Kenny Smith was on the team, and he's definitely a point guard. But I think the starter was Sam Cassell. And yeah. I, I'm, yeah no, Sam Cassell was not the starter. Sam Cassell was the backup, and that's what he's asking for. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Where does it say that? Hold on. Oh, backup point guard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would yeah, make it's... more sense. He's 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 more likely to be a scorer than Kenny Smith anyway. So we should check in with Sam Cassell? Yeah. Okay. We'll check in with Sam Cassell. Okay. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What did you guys have? Yeah, Sam Cassell. Both teams will be getting their points. Did he play with Charlie Ward for State? Aren't they on the same yes. backboard? Yeah. He went to Florida State, and it was, what, 93 draft, so yeah. Okay, so like I said, both teams will be getting their points because the correct answer is Sam Cassell, and Cassell is currently an assistant coach for the 76ers. Uh, Kenny Smith was the starter that for both of those teams, and there was another backup as well for that team for point guard, and that was Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks, correct. <laughs> All right, question two in the missing link. What NFL player is tied with Josh Cribbs and Leon Washington for the most career kickoff return touchdowns with eight? Yeah, we're gonna we'll check in. Okay, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in, so 15 day DL, you guys can talk it out. I just figured out who it was. It I, I don't hate him, but I hate him. It's uh Cordero Patterson. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. Why couldn't he have been what he is now when he was with the purple is what I want to know, but because they didn't play him as a running back. He doesn't know how to run a, a route. That's why. right. Because he's a running back, not a wide receiver. Anyway, that's what you're checking in with. Yeah, it's Cordero Patterson. And 15 day DL. Uh, yeah, we checked in with uh, Cordero Patterson. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Cordero Patterson. 
In 2013, Patterson became the first NFL player to have a 100-yard kickoff return touchdown, a 75-yard touchdown catch, and a 50-yard rushing touchdown in the same season. The theme-linked answers thus far are Sam Cassell and Cordero Patterson. Moving on to question three. What Hall of Fame power forward's low post moves were referred to as, quote, the torture chamber? Checking in. Okay, one of us played with Tim Hasbeck has checked in. 15-day DL, you guys can talk it out. I, I'm pretty sure it's Kevin McHale. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is as well. Yep, it, it is. One of us played with Tim Hasbeck. What did you guys have for an answer? Kevin McHale. And Celtics. Both teams will be getting their points. Correct answer is Kevin McHale. Uh, Mikhail guest starred as himself in two episodes of the TV series, Cheers. The theme-linked answers thus far are Sam Cassell, Cordero Patterson, and Kevin McHale. Moving on to question four. What beloved Hall of Fame slugger is one of four players in Major League Baseball history with 500 or more home runs and 600 or more doubles and is one of only three players with 85 extra base hits or more in four consecutive years. Okay, David, that's a David question, so you really should be able to get this. Yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> and I and I will. So don't worry. I, I I love your answers. I just like mine slightly more. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. I, I I'm not married to him. I I think I think all three are very very respectable guesses because I think all three are in the 500. I think all three could be in the 600 doubles, and then it's just a question of this stupid extra base hits thing. This is me complaining about a question that I would have been proud to have written. <laughs> Thank you, David. We're, we're going to check in. Okay. Uh, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck uh, has checked in. So 15 day DL, you guys can talk it out. So we have three names and we can't really figure out which one. Cause we think that Pujols, Cabrera and David Ortiz would all be, in the beloved category are all in the 500 home run category. We think all are in the 600 double category. And then it just comes down to this four consecutive years with 85 extra base hits. I, Dan wants to go pools or Cabrera. And I was pushing for a big poppy because our guest is a Bostonian. Yeah, That's sort of where we are. I still feel like it's Ortiz, but please don't hate me if I'm wrong. We can go Ortiz. That's fine. All right. We will check in with big poppy, David Ortiz. Okay. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What did you guys have for an answer? Ortiz. Both teams will be receiving their points. Whoa. The correct answer is David Ortiz. By the way, the other two names, David and Dan, that you had will be, but are not currently Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. My gosh. Sorry. We got all the clues, but that <laughs> one. Oops. And you're right. They both will be. Yes. So, okay. The other oh, 500, man. 600 players has one Hall of Famer and two non. That's Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds, and Albert Pujols. And the other 85, four players are Lou Gehrig, Hall of Famer, and Sammy Sosa. Uh, so the theme-linked answers thus far are Sam Cassell, Cordero Patterson, Kevin McHale, and David Ortiz. Question five, what NBA all-timer was named South Carolina Mr. Basketball in 1994, Illinois Mr. Basketball, and Mr. Basketball USA in 1995? All right, we're going to check in. Okay, one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in for question number five. 15-day DL, you guys can talk out. 
question number five. Okay, well, it's Kevin Garnett. Yep, check that in. Okay, and one of us played with Tim Hasbeck. What did you guys have for question number five? Yeah, we went with Kevin Garnett. Both teams will be receiving points. Correct answer is Kevin Garnett. And for those of you living under a rock, Garnett made his feature film debut playing a fictionalized version of himself in the 2019 film Uncut Gems. So the theme-linked answers are Sam Cassell, Cordero Patterson, Kevin McHale, David Ortiz, and Kevin Garnett. All right, so 15 Day DL has checked in with their theme. So one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. You guys can talk it out. We can talk out freely now. So Yeah, I, you guys can talk out freely. Yeah, It's not played or coached in Minnesota. It's something to do with Minnesota. So there's more specific than anything to do with Minnesota. Yeah, I, I, I got the David Ortiz, obviously on the Minnesota. Yeah, that like nailed it. And then they all, I was just thinking of a number, like they all wore a common number. Patterson's in the eighties. I thought maybe they were all Minnesota at the same time, but that doesn't work with Ortiz. But do they all, at some point in their career, all wear? Sam Cassell only wore. No, um. I like I like you, Paul. So I'm going to just tell you that Cassell and Garnett played on the same team in Minnesota, oh, so they would okay. not have. Uh, yeah, I got. I hate these stupid links. Um, all rookie of the year, from Minnesota, the Minnesota team. No, because no, because and Ortiz wasn't, and Cordero Patterson didn't even sniff rookie of the year. Oh right. Um, and Ortiz was not. He was. They're not born in Minnesota. They're not. One of them was. Well, yeah. Um, they didn't. I mean, Mikhail went to college in Minnesota. I these things always kill me, and when I hear it, I'm going to be mad. So. Yes, yes, you will if you don't get it. They lead the league in it, something. In... See, I, I you would think that, but at the same time, like. David Ortiz didn't really did he do much in Minnesota? No. He he hit some home runs. Yeah. But he wasn't David Ortiz. Yeah. But he was David Ortiz. He wasn't Big Poppy, though. He, correct. He was just he was only David Ortiz. Cordero Pedersen hasn't won a championship, has he? Oh, do they all play for both Minnesota and New England and Boston ish teams? Uh, Cassell did, right? Ortiz, Ortiz, Mikhail, Sam Cassell, and then yeah, Patterson. Cassell did, Patterson did. Yeah, Mikhail. Yeah, what are all our answers so far? We have Garnett. Yes. Then we have Mikhail, Patterson, Cassell. There it is. All spent time in Minnesota and Boston. I needed to be a little. (laughs) What did I know? No. That was the first answer that was given by the other team. There's something more specific than playing in Minnesota and Boston in the same year. They were no. all in Minnesota and all in Boston. Championships in Boston, but not Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sell on the. He wouldn't have. No, he didn't win one in Boston. And oh, he. Was it 08? Yeah, he was only there for like a hot minute. I don't understand. I don't, I don't How can you be more specific? You could... I, I'd go with Chan- 
that's the Cassell. There's no way Cassell won a championship. They in all Boston. played them both in all. They all won a championship in Boston. That's the best. All right. They all played in Minnesota, but won a championship in Boston. Thank you for checking that in. Checking all right. 15 day DL. What did you guys have for a theme answer? <laughs> yeah, that's what we have to. Wow. Cassell Both did win. Teams. Cassell won the won the championship in in Boston in 2008 oh, with with Garnett. Yeah. All right. So oh both teams will be receiving 50 points for the theme. They are all former Minnesota athletes who won championships in Boston. Sam Cassell was on the 2008 Boston Celtics. Cordero Patterson won Super Bowl 53 with the Patriots. Kevin McHale won with the Celtics in 81, 84, and 86. Ortiz won with the Red Sox in 04, 07, and 13. And Kevin Garnett won in 2008 as well. So, yes. Thanks for the text. All won (laughs) championships in Boston. Cassell was tough. Cassell was tough. So that was brutal. That's why he was the first clue to be not as obvious as the rest. And that's why Cordero was the second. So, yes, technically you guys were correct when it was all Minnesota. Well, yes, they all played in Minnesota. Oh, they also did also play in Boston. Yes, they did that too. But most specifically, like happens with a lot of Minnesota people, they go to Boston (laughs) and win a championship. Sorry, Dan, this probably doesn't make you feel good. That didn't make me feel great to to write it, but uh, points all around. Paul, I think you played with somebody who grew up around the corner from me. He was in Cleveland the same time you were, Dave Willaba. I know Dave, yeah. Yeah, Dave, he literally, I can lived across the street from my best friend growing up. No way. I, yeah, yeah. I, still, I, well, I, I haven't talked to him in a few, but I've kept in touch with him. He went to my uh, high school. He grew up in Hamburg. Like, yeah, he, he was, yeah. yeah. Uh, after the third quarter, we have the following scores. 15-day DL with 365, and one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck with 390. So that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, Boston College. Question two, Eagles. Question three, Cleveland. Question four, Browns. So question one, so question one is in reference to college football. Question two, Eagles is in reference to the PGA. Question three, Cleveland is in reference to the NBA. And question four, Browns, is in reference to Hall of Fame players. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wages are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of Boston College. What Boston College quarterback, who is second in career passing yards, is the all-time leader in career touchdown passes for the Eagles? Yes. That's the type of name I need to see. Really? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. We're going to check in. Okay. One of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in. So 15 day DL, you guys can talk it out. 
we've thrown around three names, Doug Flutie, Matt Ryan, and Glenn Foley. And it feels like in our conversation, we're leaning towards Glenn Foley only because he's sort of not the big name of the three. And, and because, and because Eric said, that's the kind of name I needed exactly. to see. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, jokes on you. I was, he sent me Brian St. Pierre. I, I want to go with Glenn Foley, right? All right, let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, we're going to check in with Glenn Foley. For 100. Okay, and one of us played with Tim Hasbeck. What did you guys have for an answer? Uh, we we went with a uh, New York Jets legend, Glenn Foley. Both teams will be getting their points. Ooh. Correct answer is Glenn Foley. Foley threw 72 touchdowns, five more than Doug Flutie, and 16 more than Matt Ryan. Mm. Uh, Foley threw for 10,039 yards, 540 less than Flutie. And Matt Ryan is the single-season record holder for passing yards and touchdowns. Good job, Paul. You gave me that. I, I, I probably would have sat here for an hour before I came up with Glenn Foley, but once <laughs> you sent that to me, it made sense, so... So both teams got an extra 100 points. We don't need to talk about the score because the difference is still the same. Moving on to question two in the category of Eagles. It is no surprise that Jack Nicholas has the most career Eagles at Masters tournaments, given he has won more Masters championships than any other golfer. But what one-time Masters champion from 1976 is second in career Eagles at Masters tournaments? This Hall of Fame golfer also won two PGA championships in 1969 and 1982, as well as one U.S. Open in 1986. All right. That's the kind of name I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll check in. All right, 15-day deal is checked in. So one of us played with Tim Hasbeck. You guys can talk it out. Super old golfer. Cool. <laughs> Oh, geez, 76. Where's Mason? <laughs> Haven't you looked at this list? I have. One, two, PJ. Mason's like 23 years old, but we he's the oldest <laughs> guy on the team. <laughs> he the has oldest guy the on the oldest podcast. soul. I don't know. I... <laughs> Tom Watson is old. Fuzzy Zeller is old. Uh, Sevy. I think he's fuzzy, too. Daros is old. Who's the first? What was the first name? The one, first one I ever threw out. Yeah. I don't even remember. There's been so many. I don't think it. Like I said, uh, it's not like like what Dan said. Um, it's not the name I need to see here. I know I've I've looked at this list repeatedly. I need noise. I need Scott to sing. Yeah, Scott needs to sing to you right now. That's I. I'm not gonna sing. But Paul is a teammate of his. If you wanted to start just singing a random song, just, <laughs> it does help him sometimes. Start singing some seventy-six trombones led the big parade. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that might not be the song that's going to do it. So, Tom Watson. Tom Watson. I know was the year I was born. That's what I know. So if I can reverse back from that, he was born in the year of Tom Watson. Right? I was <laughs> the golf horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Ben Crenshaw. Oh, my God. He beat Ben Crenshaw. I can see it right next to it now. Are you serious? In 76. Gary players after before him or after him. Raymond Floyd. Got it. Checking in with Raymond Floyd for 100 points. 
And 15-day DL, what did you guys have for an answer, and what was your wager? Uh, so, yeah, I've seen this list a lot, and I remember that 76 was Raymond Floyd, and when when Eric Ede was asking for someone to sing to him, I was just saying to Dan, instead of singing 76 trombones, he should be singing Wish You Were Here or Comfortably Numb or some other Floyd song. But anyway, yes, uh, Raymond Floyd, and I can't even remember how much we wagered. Uh, 65. Dan, it looks like you unknowingly gave the, he beat the little Kirby. bit of tweak that Eric E needed. He beat him, right? Ben Crenshaw, like 76. He was runner up. Both. T- um, you have that? Let, hold on. Let me take a look. Uh, of course he did, because I said Ben Crenshaw. <laughs> because I said Ben <laughs> That's the name he needed to hear, apparently. That it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, That's the actually, name I needed to see. Ben Crenshaw was second Thank in the you. final. All right. Oh, geez. You just. By the way, he beat Ben Crenshaw by eight shots. Wow. He was 17 under. Burn burner. So it wasn't close, but uh, Dan, that one's all on you. I was born in the year Thanks, of Ben Dan. Crenshaw. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I was. Who, who was I born in the year of? I got to go back to seven. One, oh, we're just making this stuff up. Come on. One, no, I don't think he was. I think he's. I know he was. He he if the there's year. any, if Ben Crenshaw won in 1973, I'm going to be. Mine, uh, mine isn't a big surprise and you wouldn't be able to lock in on the year. I was born in the year of Jack Nicholas. Uh, well, right. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. Ben, Ben Crenshaw actually became. Became a, a a pro in in the year that I was born. So what year were you born? Seventy three. Seventy three. I'm sure Jack Nicholas won the the Masters. Masters. It's Tommy Aaron. You, you were go. born in the year of Tommy Aaron. No, it's Ben Crenshaw. <laughs> <laughs> he claimed he Ben Shrun, uh, Ben Crenshaw claimed it that year. So, um, so, so yeah. It. But now, it. It's so if you ever have to figure that out, Dan, it's Tommy Aaron, the only major he ever won. In my mind, it's Ben Crenshaw, so it doesn't oh, matter. Sorry, doesn't that that doesn't compute? Okay. Mm. Anyway, people, after the second question, the lead has grown by thirty-five. Fifteen-day DL is at five thirty, and one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck is at five ninety. Moving on to question three in the category of Cleveland. LeBron James holds the Cavaliers franchise records in all major categories, but one who holds the record for most career blocks for the Cavaliers checked in. Okay. One of us played with Tim Hasselbeck has checked in 15 day DL. You guys can talk it out. So you're saying it's not Larry Nance. The No, that's Jim Nance. You're going to get confused with. I, I threw out Larry Nance. We threw out hot rod Williams. And we threw out the one that I think we're both leaning towards, Ogaskis. But I, I think, I, I, I think, think that's it's, the I way think I it's Ogaskis. Just based I, on I, longevity I, and size, yeah. I would say that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to check in with Ogaskis for 100 points. Okay. And one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. What did you guys have for an answer and a wager? We had, Z- yeah, Zajunas Ogaskis for 100 points. Well, let's talk about the top four. Fourth place is LeBron with 695 blocks. The top three are all over a thousand. In third place is Larry Nance. Jim Nance? (laughs) With 1,087. In second place is Hot Rod Williams with 1,200. And the 
correct answer that both teams provided, so they'll be getting their points, is Zydrunas Ilgauskas. Ilgauskas had 1,269 blocks with the Cavs. So once again, both teams go up by 100. That newly changed difference didn't change here. So let's move on to question four in the category of Browns. There are two offensive tackles whose last names are Brown in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. One played for the Giants, and the other played for the Eagles, Rams, and Raiders. Give the first name of either player. We're going to check in, Josh. Okay, 15-day DL is checked in, so one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. You guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. There's a Bills... I, I'm trying to think of like there's Ruben Brown. He's not, he's not Hall of Fame, right? Can't be. Ruben Brown's a great guess. I don't he think a great he's a player though. Yeah, he, he was. I don't think he's Hall of Fame though, right? I think I would have heard it if he was because he played in Buffalo for, you know, this this first part of his career. And if he made the Hall of Fame, it's kind of they throw like a parade for everybody here. Don't think if he, I don't think he's made it, and he probably should, to be honest. But the first name I threw at you was uh, Roosevelt, Roosevelt Brown. Um, and he was, I think, like I said, I think he was a giant. And I want to say it was like the 60s, maybe. But that's like all the other ones. Like I said, I threw Lomas out there. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, I'm, I like the Roosevelt Brown. All right. All right. Let's let's roll Roosevelt. We're going to check in with Roosevelt Brown for 90 points. Okay. And 15-day DL, what do you guys have for an answer and a wager? So the only thing I had to go on this one was I in collecting old players at some point in, in, in sports cards, I believe I have a rookie Roosevelt Brown from, I want to say it's like 56 or 57. So we checked in also with Roosevelt Brown for 100 points. Well, Bob Brown played for the Eagles, Rams and Raiders from 1964 to 1973 and better known as Rosie Brown Mr. Roosevelt Brown played for the Giants from 1953 to 1965. So both teams will be getting their points. Well done. And just to let you know, neither Rosie or Bob played at Boston College. (laughs) Um, Rosie played at Morgan State. And Bob played at Nebraska. I just looked those up now because I was like, am I going to have some weird coincidence? No, no. All right, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. You'll see why it's very appropriate for this game to end the way it did. 15-day DL finishes with 730 points, and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Tim Hasselbeck Award (laughs) with 780 points is one of us played with Tim Hasselbeck. <laughs> Wait, Josh, was that an audible or did you have that cooked? The no, whole thing? that is who I chose. Oh, very nice. This clipboard captain. That's it is awesome. Not, Cause I was like, I thought I had him as an answer. And then as I kept going, it's like, Oh no, he's not an answer. He's our clipboard captain. So that's oh. awesome and amazing. And I'm glad it worked out that way. Anything you guys would like to say before we call it a night? Thank wow. you, Paul. I'll, I'll just, you're great to have on. I, I, I appreciate you coming on, taking the time. This did run a little long, but I, I had a lot of fun teaming up with you. And actually, I want to give you now a chance just to 
hit us with anything you want to plug anything that you want to throw out there just you you got you got the floor take it and run yeah no thanks eric i, I loved being on i had a i had a blast eric you're you are a legend now in my mind for being, <laughs> this is amazing i just have a general theme and you'd like get the you know you'd nail it every time yeah you know check us out we're uh my my company we played we are on 30 two college websites and we what we do is we have, we automate highlights we integrate them around rosters and a lot of the social media that you see all the highlights that you see are being created by our company and being distributed but you can see our we played logo georgiadogs.com we're on a lot of alabama roster uh pay all the alabama football players roster pages bc women's lacrosse we cover lots of sports we cover football Women's volleyball, men's women's soccer, men's women's hockey, men's uh, men's women's basketball, baseball, softball, men's women's lacrosse. So, uh, covering a lot of athletes. So, if you go to uh, a lot of the ACC schools, SEC schools, a lot of Ivy League schools, go to their roster pages. You'll see a lot of video highlights of those players that are created by We Played Sports, my company. So, check us out and check out the video. Helps us out. There'll be a lot more to come in the, in the coming years too. And what we do, we're trying to index the, you know, really the history of sports. So you can just think of a theme name and find all the moments or find a particular moment uh, by us creating it. So a lot of fun. I feel like it's 1142. I'm not doing a good job plugging it right now. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I, as I'm talking, I'm like, I sound, I, I don't sound uh, as great as I usually do, but this is a, uh, uh, a lot of fun. I really appreciate uh, David for for inviting me on, and um, I love the the, the Elgowskis. Really, was the the cherry on top, a Lithuanian name here in the trivia. But thank you. We'll definitely link to the uh, to, to the company on our uh, on on the show notes that we uh, that we put out. So. Oh, great! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, Paul, for coming on. We this was this was of a lot of fun tonight this oh, one good. was i mean just as far as our regular shows go this one was a blast and and um you were all part of it so um thank you so much for coming on we sincerely appreciate it yeah thank you dan yeah most of the time yeah dan's right most of the time we have to edit them to make it sound like we're having fun because we're normally yelling at each other and all that <laughs> No, this was this was great. Thanks for thanks for accepting our invitation, Paul, and for coming on and sort of weaving in your stories as we as we went through the trivia. I think is 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 a really nice touch. I think it really made for a nice uh, nice game tonight. It was good. And Josh, as always, great game. Thank you for thank you for writing. It was fun. I appreciate that. I, like I said, I, and I wanted to make sure I had enough BC and Cleveland oh, just- stuff in there. But you know, because I I like our new guests, especially somebody who like we've never had a former professional athlete on our show before you're the first and this was an amazing show and that's why when you would start going about stories i just let it go because that's that's the cool thing is we don't normally get to hear cool things like that and and it's we played right with the d on the end yeah plays.com that's right we played sports yeah yeah that's uh i mean that just seems like a, a a really cool endeavor that you have going on too so former pro athlete a hall of famer i mean what else could we ask for um so thank you for joining us tonight and yeah i hope you had as much fun as we did so i and, did and josh yeah thank you the the questions were incredible they're really insightful 
really cha certainly challenging, but uh, I appreciate all the themes geared towards me. At least that gave me a shot on some of these, so I appreciate well, it. We want we want our guests, especially a first time guest, to to feel comfortable and have some stuff that they have a good shot at at knowing. So that's we try to cater for that reason because we we know a bunch of things and we know more than most people should know about sports trivia. Um, <laughs> we do, we really do. But so we we try to make it fun and accessible for our guests so i don't know if dave told you but uh but when he first mentioned your name and i'm just like as soon as he said your name i'm like i he went to bc I'm yeah. like, i just i'm like as soon as he said it, i'm just like i know exactly who this is so it was, it was it, i was i was super excited when he said you were you were interested in coming on i'm like yes please and i have to be here so it was a pleasure for on my end definitely fantastic thanks Eric. all right so with that thanks for listening to the bench warmers trivia podcast and until next time We'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.